I'm Roshni. And I'm Dion. Welcome to the In Life Podcast. Where we try to figure out life together. I received some feedback on our last episode. Everybody's been laughing. Oh, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Positive oh, great, feedback. Great, great. Positive. <laughs> like, I'm not ready to hear any yeah, negative we're, feedback. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're not even there yet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody said they were laughing and laughing and laughing. Great rapport, they say. Oh, that's good. I feel it, you know? Three years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's it? Okay, thank you so much. I'm getting um, But do you think they're just being so nice and kind because... It's me. Yeah. Yeah. Also, to be fair, they're always like, Roshni, you're so funny. And I'm like, what about Dion? They're like, I don't know, but <laughs> Roshni, you're so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, Dion's pretty funny. He like sets me up. And they're like, nah, I just think you're so funny. I don't mind. It's okay. You don't mind. Yeah. You just set them up and I'll knock them out of the park. It's kind of like my life's mission, you know, to set mm-hmm. people up for success. Oh, this is not an interview. Oh. Guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Strike Michael. <laughs> You don't need to be listening to this podcast. The interview is over. to Michael if you become my manager in the future. I hope you never Shout out. do this because this would be embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's the whole person. It's, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Michael, let me know if Dion's performing well or not yeah. and hire me. And before we get started. <laughs> we have like 30 minutes in the beginning. Yeah. Before we get started. Let's be real. No one yeah. listens to this for the content. No right. one does. Um, Send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> if you disagree. <laughs> Inlifepodcast at gmail.com. We've gotten a flurry of emails from all of our dedicated listeners. Sorry we, sorry we can't get back to you guys. Um, it's a lot of time. We got a lot of emails. We both have full-time 40 to 60 hour a week jobs that we're working. Uh, we promise we'll get back to you guys as soon as we can. Right. Uh, speaking of emails, I was just going to say, dude or dudette from Ireland, we have still yet to hear from you. Uh, I know you're probably equally busy too. Um, but really, really, we would love to hear from our international audience. So please give us a shout out. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, I love that. Let us know what you guys think. Send us some inside jokes you'd like us to use. Give us some context on how to use it too, and we'll try and use them correctly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, big dog. How I miss you. I think our next podcast will have a guest. Ooh, are we teasing that right now? Yeah, we're teasing it. Teaser. Yeah, so normally, right, when podcasts tease a guest, they give some context about who this person is. Oh, yes. Their, um, what am I looking for right now? Like their credibility, you know? Yeah, sure. How do they fit into the landscape of exactly. our podcast? Yeah, Mark, should we do right. that a little bit? Yeah, oh, I'll think, go think, ahead. You, you set it up. So. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Uh, so many of you guys have already heard about this infamous Franny, as right. we called them. Franny or Francisco is mine and Dion's good pal, former coworker. Oh, former. Um, former coworker. Yeah, former. Sorry. All of us will be former coworkers one day. But if that's not the realest truth, I don't know what is. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> send us an email if you thought that was funny. 
in life podcast at Gmail. <laughs> okay, Please. enough of that. Please. Yeah, you give it. You give. <laughs> you give an intro. Intro to Franny. What did I say? He was a former coworker of ours. That's a about good it. Pal. What is his vibe like into soccer? He is more up to date with. He calls it football. Correct. Correct. Cool. Yeah, that was my bad. That was a hundred percent my bad. He also is more up to date with all social media oh, trends absolutely. than Deanna and me combined. Absolutely. And mind you, he's older than both of us, which okay. age is about a number, but he's just with it, honestly. Yeah. So he'll be in our podcast next week and we'll, we'll let you guys know what the, how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. We got to just decide a topic that'll fit his needs. Anyways, this week we wanted to talk about work. In life. Work in life. How do you work in life? Yeah. What kind of work do you do in life? Mm-hmm. No. Mostly what I wanted to talk about first, and then I know Dion has a has an additional topic, is do you believe in nine to five? Yeah. And also mindful that we might be shafting ourselves if any of our current former or future employers will be listening to this. Michael, please don't listen to this. Michael, I believe in the nine to five for Dion. I've seen Dion believe in the nine to five, maybe even eight to five. He's dedicated. Eight to six. six. Dion is dedicated. When he said 40 to 60 hour work week, he meant 60. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyways, now that Michael's turned off the podcast, uh, do you believe in the nine to five? Um, I think we should get your take first. Because I brought it up? Yeah. Um, no, I don't believe in it. This kind of goes back to when I was talking about, remember that one time I brought up this question of like, why is college four years? Why is high school four years? Have I talked to you about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, did we really need four years to do that curriculum? Is it also because we need developmental like stages during that time? Right. What if I just wanted to finish my degree really fast? What would I lose? What would I gain? I think similarly, because we've right-sized our work week to the average, um, I don't often need nine to five to complete my job successfully recently in the past year and a half, especially once you get good at your job. So I don't believe in it. And I think that's a period. I don't believe in it. I would, I would love to imagine a life for myself where I'm not bound to like this idea of having to get an income based on an hour, like how many hours you put in is Mm -hmm. archaic. I think, I don't think that should be correlated to, to how much money you make. And I think often the most successful people don't do that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this should be a two part question, right? Mm -hmm. It's one, do you believe in it? And then two, Mm -hmm. if you don't, I guess what, what would you what would you do or what steps are you taking or will you take so that you don't need the nine to five? Yes. Great question. So I don't believe in it. Well, I want to, I want to clarify why I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it because I think 40 hours again is an average for an average worker. And I don't think the rate at which you, which you are challenged in corporate America meets that 40 hour work week. Mm. Meaning like if I get a promotion that that does not mean suddenly my work like right sizes itself again to 40 hours. Mm. So I think people who perform above average will often get by easier in this 40 Mm. hour work week. That's not good or bad. It just means you have extra time. Um, 
and if I don't believe in it, I think we need to cultivate passive streams of income. That's just the biggest major key in the actual, or marry rich or get a fat inheritance. Right. These last two, I don't think are very, honestly, all three of them, I don't know if they're in my future, but passive streams of income is it, dude. You output one thing, you get like 10x back. Yeah. Apple, sponsor us. Yeah. It's just the way it goes when you're, I think a content creator is what they always yeah. say, or like real estate is the most common one people always talk about. Stocks, a little bit more volatile. Even content creation, very volatile. Dion yeah. and I will quickly become irrelevant. We have not even become relevant. Well, Although it sounds like we're a, a national sensation in Ireland because of yeah. our Irish listeners. So. Famous. You're out there. Famous. I know you're listening. Um, that's how I'd imagine it. Now, I think an interesting question after this would be like, what would an ideal work day look like? Because if mm -hmm. I'm not saying nine to five is what I want, then what does that even mean? Right. But I want to hear your thoughts first on the first two. Do you believe so nine to five? I'd also um, start with the definition. Like what, when we say, do you believe in a nine to five? Mm -hmm. What do you really mean? Cause I don't know if you, when you're asking that question, I don't think you're really asking, do you, do you believe in having to work between the hours of nine, 5 PM? I don't yeah. even think you're saying a 40 hour work week. Um, kind of. Well, let me describe to you a scenario. When I started my job right out of college, I literally thought like if I left before 5 p.m., people would be like, she's slacking. Mm. And so I'd wait until 5 p.m. and then leave exactly at 5 p.m. Even though from 4.30 to 5, I was like rewriting the same email, copy, paste, delete, 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 send at 5 p.m. and leave. Yeah. So I think there's one part of it that's like, yeah, I actually thought nine to five were the hours that you worked. Earlier than nine is okay. Leaving right. after five kind of sucks, but you can do that. But I thought that was the bounds. Right. I think the question I'm asking is, do you think that it is people are maximum productivity and do the best and how we advance society is by working 40 hours or more, more right. per week. Right. 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 Because yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to challenge. Like, do we even need to work this much? Is right. this a lot? Like when I say 40 hours, is that actually a lot for some people? Maybe it's not. Right. Um, so like I'll answer this a few different ways, actually. Mm. Um, so the first is just like the nine to five, five days a week, 40 yeah. hours a week, work week. I definitely don't believe in that personally. Mm -hmm. Just because, and there's like some, you know, steam and popularity gaining from this, the whole four day work week, yeah. you know about this, right? It's like the, yeah. I don't even know, eight, eight to six, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then you get yeah. a free weekend. People can be just as productive. Correct. Know? Or in most cases, just as unproductive. Correct. Right? You'll get the equal amount of things done. And I feel like that's just so much better for society, right? You get more time with your family, you get more time to develop your hobbies, to exercise to relax mental health you know is important and probably improves so from that perspective i don't believe in working nine to five uh, i also don't think 40 hours a week is needed i mean to be frank the two of us are probably not the greatest the two of us in this current period of our lives are probably not the greatest to ask about is 40 hours a week a good amount correct because there are plenty of people who during this quarantine and during COVID are working even more. Yeah. Because um, 
it's needed, they're healthcare workers. In some cases, it is like an inability to manage your own time and you know, do the clear work versus personal life divide. But in general, I mean, we don't really need 40 hours a week to get all the things that we need done. Yes, there's gonna be valleys and spikes every once in a while, but yeah. However, mm. I do believe a nine to five from like an operational perspective, oh. if not a nine to five, some sort of structure or regimen is needed for the workforce. Like we agree that nine to five is times we can meet up in between. Exactly. Yeah. Because nowadays in today's connected world, right? There's so many dependencies that you have with mm-hmm. other people, other things that it is helpful to just generally have a sense of when is it appropriate, right? To schedule a meeting, to meet with a client, to meet with a vendor, a provider, a service provider, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that is needed. That being said, something I never understood, but I also do understand, is like if you're trying to make, let's say, a dentist appointment during the weekday, they too are sometimes only open nine to five, which I get, you know, they got to work nine to five. But for the health of their business, mm. why wouldn't they just open other? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you'd get so many more clients and customers. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, those are my general thoughts. Like, I don't think I need it personally. I think society needs some sort of structure. Mm. Okay. Yes, I agree. I, okay. This has had me thinking a lot about this idea of when did you realize you were talented, which caveat for everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am making an assumption. Well, this is mostly like an analysis on whether you think you're talented, right? Like I'm not saying you're talented. I'm just asking this question in this way. So if you do feel that you're talented, please answer accordingly. If not, answer accordingly. Right. Um, could, so I'm going to pose that question to you because I think it kind of correlates a little bit with how we approach this 40-hour work week thing. Yeah. So when did you realize you were talented? So my answer, so we talked about this offline, but my answer was, I don't think I am. Um, uh, yeah, I honestly, I just think I'm like a regular schmo, a regular schmuck. Really? In, in many ways, it's just, uh, mm, I guess it's just the definition of talent, right? Because when I think of talented, it's like some almost like a physical skill that you might inherently possess. Uh, and I think I have none of those, but I am better at certain things than other people. But I just never figured that as a talent. Mm-hmm. I always thought that that was just like a unique personality trait and everyone has a unique personality trait. Interesting. Okay, wait, I want to parse through this a little bit and give the listeners some context on who you are because I think you have some success markers oh, that are by society perceived as like you were talented to achieve those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious why you think otherwise. Um, so Dion went to UC Berkeley and 
go bears and then after that got a tech job and did really well in the company and people think of him as a leader and from my perception is like one of the more excellent leaders in our company um when he was in the same department as me now i don't know anything about how he performs in his job <laughs> but michael <laughs> i've heard it's good <laughs> oh man um so I think you have like success markers, right? Yeah. Like if you were to just describe yourself to someone, nobody's going to do this, but like you performed well in school, which means you got into UC Berkeley, you likely performed well at UC Berkeley, which means you got a like well-paying tech job mm -hmm. and you got promoted at like a pretty good cadence. Yeah. People respect you. So with all of those, like how, how then would you justify to yourself? Like what, what, how did you get that? right? If you weren't talented, yeah. what, how do you define it to yourself? I think, um, once again, I think it goes back to like the definition. So for me, I don't think any of it was because I was talented. When I think of talent, it's like I said, some sort of physical skill, right? And it's in a lot of ways, uh, very rare, you know? And so for me, right? Like, tens of thousands of people go to Berkeley every year. I never, I never, and to this day, I don't see going to Berkeley as like a wow, super prestigious, whatever school. A lot of people get in and I, regardless if you've gone to Berkeley or not, like I don't think I'm any more special than any other college student out there. But the other thing was like, I likely got into Berkeley not because of me, but because of my environment. Mm. Right? Because of, um, my parents sacrificing a lot, working hard, providing me with a home to be in, sustenance, food on the table. My mom waking me up for school and heating up a little bun, a little bow for me to eat in the mornings. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, forcing me to like study for SATs, mm. play the clarinet. Shout out to clarinet players out there. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, and a small percentage of it was me. Yes, I think as a kid, one thing I always knew was that I was intelligent. Mm -hmm. I mean that in the most literal sense. I think intelligence is defined as like the ability to learn things quickly. And at a young age, I was able to pick up a lot of academic subjects quickly. Mm -hmm. To me, like that's, there are a lot of people that are intelligent. There, and there are a lot of unintelligent people that are good at other things. So similarly speaking, going to like in the workplace, being a leader, right? I care a lot about being a leader. There are some values that I, a value set that I adhere to and that I champion. The people that don't, they're probably good at other things that I'm not good at, right? So I don't know. I guess that's why I don't see myself as talented. Mm. I would, I would, I would like characterize, for example, let's say an NFL quarterback as talented mm. um not because like they were just given that talent a ton of hard work had to go into it but like once again it's just like a physical skill that very few people have to be able to play at that level why i'm curious why you define it as a physical skill i don't know yeah that that's interesting. my first reaction yeah maybe uh yeah i don't know oh um like singing Mm -hmm. Being a really, really good singer, to me, that's like a, a talent. 
it's hard to train. Uh, it's hard to train for. You either have it or you don't, right? Whereas, like for example, being a good leader, you can always train to be a good leader, right? Um, getting into Berkeley, let's say, yeah, there's a lot of other things that need to go your way, but if you study hard enough, you can get into it. It doesn't have to be Berkeley, but you can get into the school of your dreams, mm-hmm. right? Being proficient in some academic subject is just a matter of time and study. Interesting. You know? But there are a lot of things that, like, no matter how hard you practice, like, you could even rewind me 10 years, maybe more at this point, and train me to be an NFL quarterback, and I probably wouldn't make it because, like, I don't have the height, right? I probably don't have the arm strength. You know, there's a lot of things that, like, you need to just almost innately have alongside hard work to mm. get you to that level. And that's what I view as talent. But, Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What about yeah. You? I would answer that I think I'm talented. All right. Um, <laughs> let me explain. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think I've told you about this, like, scenario that I had while I was growing up when I was in, like, elementary school and middle school and high school. Like, I just worked really, really hard to get straight A's. And, like, my whole narrative about that time in my life is that I just cared a lot about getting straight A's. And so then I did. And I didn't think it was because I was smart. I thought it was because I just did every assignment. And, like, I really believed that if anybody, like, just did every assignment, they would do well in school. And then I would see all the stoners in high school and see all those kids who like have one plastic folder in their backpack with a piece of binder paper and they would be doing better than me and be getting better grades and be in harder classes and be like smoking a J after class and going to every party. And I was like, uh, I'm not doing that. And I'm still performing the same or less than you. And so then I was like pretty frustrated. I don't know if I was like actively frustrated, but I just noticed this different difference of people who tried hard and did well and people who didn't try hard and did well. And I felt like the people who didn't try hard and did well were talented. Like I was like, that's what I see as like innate intelligence. I Mm -hmm. felt like I didn't have innate intelligence. I had like, I try hard intelligence. Mm -hmm. Then I got to college and abandoned this idea of like doing well in school because I was just average amongst everybody else at school and i like honed this identity of being like deep and insightful and trying to talk to people and like make safe spaces to talk to people and that's when i felt that i was talented in like creating safe spaces or making people feel heard like i just really feel it just feels like a core value in me that comes naturally to me um and i enjoy doing it and i feel like i'm good at doing it and it actually and that was hard for me to quantify of like, and the stoners do it really well too, because like, it, it's like hard to compare how they're talking to people and like making them feel safe and heard and seen. But it wasn't until I started working actually that I was like, I felt like in the latter group that I felt like, oh, I like get this stuff fast. I'm not trying very hard and I'm still doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would often come to my, like, I would be baffled by people's reactions to my performance because I was like, this is just what I thought was average like I'm just doing exactly what you're asking me to do and I get like a good response from it so now I feel a little bit like the stoners with the with a folder and a binder paper in their backpack um and that's why I think I feel talented because I created this like juxtaposition early on in my life of like people who don't try hard but are doing well 
I feel like that's what like innate some talent in whatever they're doing is coming through. Um, and I feel that now, like I will say, I don't, and this might be my own narrative. Like when other people recount to me how I was in, in high school and college, I don't think, I don't know if they feel the same way, but I just don't feel like I have an amazing work ethic. I think I work within the bounds of the time and I get it done. But if you're asking me to go above and beyond, there has to be a large incentive for me to do that. Either yeah. I really like what I'm doing or there's some other incentive. Otherwise I'm not going to be working like until 1 a.m. to get yeah. something done. It's just like not worth it to me. Yeah. Um, but that's so, in so another thing that I was reflecting on from yours is that, do you think it was because you grew up in Fremont? That you feel like an average schmuck because you're definitely not an average schmuck like i when i perceive Ooh. what you were and are like i i just know you're smart and i know you're smarter than a lot of people mm -hmm. and i know you're really intelligent um and i know intelligence is like an ambiguous word and whatever i know that you can pick up technical skills and like right. interpersonal skills are very good yeah. so i'm curious what your baseline was like are you just with a ton of high performing very emotionally intelligent people all the time well, um, I think it's definitely not. I mean, I'm sure it has some effect, but I wouldn't say it's because I was from Fremont. Um, and even back when I was growing up, Fremont wasn't as great as it is now. And even then, like I went to shout out Irvington Vikings. I think we're the Vikings. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's not like I was in the number one academic yeah. whatever school. Uh, which was Mission San Jose. Yeah, it still uh, is, dude. Mission San Jose is a feeder school into like Jose. every. Um, I I think uh, well, one to your point, like I I definitely do only compare. If I were to compare myself, I would only compare myself to a subset of people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because in my mind, there's like no point comparing myself to the broader population it's just not it's just like an ego inflating thing you know mm -hmm. so maybe that has something to do with it but i think it's also just and i'd love to get your thoughts on this is if we use like your definition of talented which is a fine definition to use couldn't you make the argument that in some way everyone is talented yeah right i think so is it because like I chose the thing that I felt like I was talented in? Uh, no, not necessarily that, but more like I'm sure everyone can either do, yeah, can choose or has some innate yeah. non-physical. Like, for example, if I uh, am really good at whistling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Talking. That's why I think this question is interesting because it, I feel speaks a lot to your personal narrative. Like, mm. I think I'm talented for this definition of something. And I'm going to tell you this whole story about myself because I think I'm talented. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be pretty hard for you to get actual facts on like, is she actually talented? What right. does talent mean? Let me get some metrics behind this. Right. But that's why like, let's say I was only good at whistling and I chose to tell you yeah Dion actually I am really talented I whistle really well mm -hmm. and that's what I cho chose to tell you I just think it's way more indicative of how someone sees themselves than mm -hmm. actually how they operate in the world like what if in the world what if people at my job are like oh she's just average like she's not anything great but I'm going in there like uh <laughs> I'm actually one of the most excellent ones here <laughs> yeah have you heard me whistle <laughs> you know what I mean this is actually just like an interview question. 
Mm. Why do you say that? Yeah, it's, it's a matter of, is this person introspective? Are they confident Mm -hmm. in themselves? Can they speak to a subject matter that they're passionate about and they love? Maybe that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I, well, I do believe like everyone, no matter what, has some Mm -hmm. skill, some Mm -hmm. innate thing that they do better than everyone else. That if you just ask them purely, are you talented? They could say, oh yeah, I'm talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was the thing you wanted to talk about? Um, Well, we only have Oh. Five minutes left. So it's all oh right. My. In typical fashion, it's okay. Oh my dear. No, I'm kidding, okay, okay. We say <laughs> I feel like he'd be a good person to ask because he seems like he has a lot of these side hobbies. Oh, the busyness thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You revealed the guest. <laughs> oh, I already revealed oh, his yeah. name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. yeah, oh my rude. god. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. He does have a lot of side hustles. Yeah. As do you. Check out amtsimplified.com. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, for anyone who has questions on the alternative minimum tax, which, like, if you if, can, if I could just have the podium for two minutes. Yeah, take it. Like, company, companies don't do a great job educating people, common folk, about this part of the tax code. And I get it. The tax code's confusing. But I, I feel like it's part of whatever orientation, whatever training, right, someone should be able to answer these questions or be able to educate folks on it, right? You have like info sessions for the ESPP or info section for what stock options are, but no one's telling you, oh, okay, after you exercise and you got to pay all this tax, no one says that. So antsimplified.com was my solution to this problem. Very niche problem in the industry because it only affects tech workers, you know, who have incentive stock options but if you have questions feel free to visit the site there's also an email address you can email at amtsimplified at gmail.com um maybe i'll start a podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah oh my god get our like 12 listeners to hop on over to amtsimplified.com revealed our listener account (laughs) um yeah great resources for different parts of the tax code what it means Mm -hmm. Uh, helpful examples that walk you through different scenarios, calculators for calculating your AMT, uh, planners for planning how much options to exercise in a given year so that you don't hit that AMT threshold. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Dion is a multifaceted man. Yeah. Someone so many interests. Modern Renaissance man. Some so. may say that. Some. Some may also say that I am a polymath. Do you know what a polymath is? Nobody says this. I only say this about myself. Let me tell you guys out there, vocab word of the day, polymath. SAT word of the day. SAT word of the day. Um, Essentially, like Da Vinci and all these great thinkers excelled at the arts and the sciences and maths. And now we all get so specialized in one thing like technical program managers of a CXM software and we really should be cultivating all of our skills. And so I learned that the word polymath defines someone who excels at all these different disparate subjects. 
So much like my friend Dion, the polymath Renaissance man, yeah. I am also a Renaissance woman. Correct, correct. The whole point of this podcast is just for us to gas ourselves up and then be like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Ireland, let us know what you think and send us a Venmo. <laughs> like, goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, let's set it up with Franny next week and then we'll no. chat about. I think it'll be good. I think yeah. it'll be fun discussion. He also has good chemistry with us. I feel like yeah. he would vibe to our jokes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye, big dog. Until next oh. week. Until next week. Wait, we have an outro. Yeah. Oh, play that rolled outro, Roshni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. All right. I'm going to give you my croissant. Oh, let's go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, send us an email at inlifepod at gmail.com for a question you'd like us to discuss. Thanks for listening.